Right, that's all that's got time for now. Thanks. This is supposed to be professional. I can't believe how long this music is going on for. And this is Jules actually saying, does this music always come at the beginning of the show? Because I don't listen. More of a your mouse cast kind of person. Are you? I'd listen to the unofficial Universal podcast, but they're the enemy. You can find them at www.wehatedisney.com. Unchange. Ah, salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please come closer. A little too Just so you know, if you're going to speak, you have to turn to your microphone, otherwise they can't hear Like that. Like that. Hello. Uh, oh, awesome. This is weird. We're doing this on a Sunday afternoon. Welcome to Disney Brit episode, hang on, 93 for Wednesday the 9th of May. Yeah, that's right. You should tell everybody what day it really is. Because it's never Wednesday. It's never Wednesday. It's Sunday. Because we're at Mouse Meets. Hey. Yeah. That was listen, poor. That was rubbish. Do it again. It? Come on, Sorry. My oh. wife's just come in. Am I putting on my posh voice today? I always do. She always moans that I put on a posh voice when we do the show. Can I just say, I dashed in before. I couldn't believe you had Stephen Hawkins in here. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then she started back up again normal. Oh, uh, yeah, we've just had AJ from the Disney Food blog, and uh, the connection was fine, and then it sort of dropped out, and then it came back, and she was really loud and really clear, and it wasn't Stephen Hawking. No. We've got a lot to live up to after yesterday's Your Mouse cast one, don't we? No, it was good yesterday. Yeah, special effects and everything. The spe- they had special effects. They blew up my computer <laughs> properly. And uh, so one of them looked very dishy. In his skin-tight lycra. Awesome. Hey. See you later. Hey, you should you see me in my skin-tight lycra. <laughs> I'm sure we'll I have. later. <laughs> I've been scarred for life. I'm still going through therapy. <laughs> Um, we are, uh, so I said we're here, we're live at Mouse Meets. It is Sunday, it's day two. Uh, we've had great fun. Uh, some planned, some not planned. Um, and we are going to do our, our live show. We're going to bring you some news. We're going to do some news discussion stuff. Uh, we're also um, going to play uh, Play Your Vinylmation Cards Right, which we're going to get some people to come and have a go at. And uh, we've got a listener question as well, which we're going to get the audience to have a go at answering. A listener question. Well, we had several, but... Um, Five odd years, This one's a this one's going to take a while to answer. <laughs> if anybody wants to see the actual email, it looks like that. So it might take a little while. That was really useful for radio, wasn't it? Yeah, it's anyway. Very, very uh, right, you've got the long lead, haven't you? Have you got the long lead on your microphone? Yeah, are you going to go and talk to people? Go on then, go and talk to people. Go and say hello. He'll say hello to me and everyone. Talk to Chris and ask what he did last night. No, don't talk to Chris. Don't go to Chris because he's likely to throw up over the microphone. on the events of last night? Uh, we had a, we had a good night. Um, I can't quite remember after ten o'clock. Why is that, out. Chris? I went to two kebab shops and a Chinese. Yeah. Uh, and about fifteen shots. 
15 shops. Um, sh- shots. Shots. And all I know is Steve went home with Alan's wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's actually true. Uh, go, go on, go, go a bit further back and let's see what we've got. Because all the people hide at the back thinking they'll never make it. And unfortunately, no, we've got a really long lead. I've got Duffy Bear here. He oh, don't go to that one. Talk to Duffy. Yeah, Hello, I'm Duffy and I'm just a merchandising ploy. <laughs> Who's that? Nick and Lindsay. It's, Li- it's Nick and Lindsay. You're the rivals. <laughs> Podcast rivals. We're not going to start a fight. We didn't have an idea. We could, um, we, could do, uh, we could do a vinylmation off where basically it's a bit like Hunger Games, but you stand with 10 vinylmation and throw them at each other, and the one who draws blood first wins. That doesn't help <laughs> if you've not watched Hunger Games. Good point. Has anybody watched Hunger Games? Yeah, this side are all right, no, so it's fine. Side. My side's not. So you've got Lindsay and Nick. Who else is back there? Who else? That's Craig. You who? Oh, hello, Craig. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Fine, thank you. Craig is our Twitter king. Never trust a scouser at the back as well. Now, Craig, uh, Craig does a lot of tweeting for us. He tweets out from Mouse Mag. Uh, does he do Orlando Sky Radio? Yeah. The thing is, he does it during the day, which worries me, because he also drives a train. <laughs> but to be fair, it's not hard. It just go, just go stop. Is it a bit like, like the, the Hornby ones, which you just go I don't on. think it's that complex. Is it not? No. Off. Yeah, and he's even got somebody else who changes. And it's a virgin train, so it's a virgin train. Do you do? You got the leaning ones. Oh yeah, (laughs) hey, it's not. It's not meant to. (laughs) He just forgot to slow it down as he went around the corner. I was tweeting. I'm sorry. No, no, so we got we got Craig who works for Virgin Trains. He is a train driver. He came by car. He's a what driver? Train driver. Train driver. A Twain driver. Hello, my name is Roy Hodgson. Thank you. Uh, Anybody else back there? You're gonna John. John Helen. and Helen, who have come all the way from uh, North Scotland? Still in Scotland. Still in Scotland. Yeah, they've come all the way down, miles and miles and miles, which is fantastic. Any other Scotland I love how you're great at geography. Scotland, oh. miles and miles and miles. Yeah, it is miles and miles and miles. We've got uh, Malcolm and Laura here as well. Laura from Mini Minxes and Kimmy as well. Here we go. Did They're you enjoy the here. film, Kimmy? Sleep. And um, we anyway, we should tell them a little bit about. If you want to come back, we'll tell them a bit about what's happened at Mouse Meet so far. We've had the drawing master class. We've had presentations. We've had revolving toilets in Weatherspoons. Uh, email Kimmy about that one. She'll tell you. Were all they about rotating it. or revolving? We've had. Um, we've had what? Revolving. Revolving, sorry, that not rotating. That makes more sense. Revolving. I was told rotating. I thought, um, that's just weird. We've had uh, bottle bins being smashed in middles of corridors. Uh, <laughs> we have to tell this story, I think. We were in Weatherspoons last night, and um, it was quite late, and the barman was taking the bottles across to the other side of the, the forum we're in. And he stacked one on top of the other one, and uh, the one on top fell over and just went all over the floor. And us lot sat there and went... Yeah, we're not going to help him. We're just going to watch. Security guard went running up, stood there, and then put his hands in his pockets and watched. Um, the manager of the pub came over to us and went, look, what's happened out there? Really concerned. He went over and went, that's quite funny. Sat in a chair and watched him. Uh, and there's this poor guy just trying to pick bottles up in the middle of a, a busy alleyway. And there was dancers and um, blonde people and all sorts. Uh, but should we, um, should we do some actual Disney stuff? Yeah. Should we do some news? Have you seen my news story? Yes. It, it's three lines and some pictures. Yeah, we know you can waffle. So, should we do some news? Okay, let's... Hang on. Hang on, this should work. Good morning, sire. Good morning, Zazu. Checking in with the morning report. Fire away. 
Do you do this on the show as well? Yeah. Why are we sitting down? Because I wanted to. Now, we haven't got the Incredibles music to come in now. So, Alan, do you want to... You're going to pass on this one. That's the first time he's passed on anything all the weekend. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Including dressing up as an incredible. So, do you want to start us off with some news? Yes, right. We're going to start in uh, Epcot. So, you've got the new film Brave coming out uh, later this year. And the main character's called Merida. And she's supposed to be Scottish. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. And they're doing meet and greets at the moment in Epcot. She's going to um, take the place of Rapunzel in the Magic Kingdom. And at the moment, they're just testing it out in various bits around Epcot. She's not scheduled, so she will literally just be turning up over the next couple of weeks. Um, And her accent is slightly dodgy at the moment. It's a bit American, uh, slightly Scottish, slightly Irish. Um, We've got the YouTube video on our website if you want to hear it. And it is pretty funny. So she's going Scottish? Yeah. Okay. Now, we know what Americans are like when it comes to English accents. Oh, this is much funnier than any Alice or Mary Poppins you've ever heard. Brilliant. So I think so, we should play it later for everyone. Is this so? Is this like going to offend anybody Scottish in here? Is it that bad? Yes. Okay. Now, Can you actually but she offend is trying. Scottish? She is trying. Can you offend the Scottish? Yes. Well, they don't want to be part of us anymore. <laughs> no, anymore, exactly. They, they want to disappear there. and become their own little continent or something, whatever. <laughs> and they're still getting over Mel Gibson, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, we, we'd, we'd like to openly apologise for Mel Gibson. Um, Why are we apologising? He's Australian. Well, I know, but, you know, <laughs> we're part of the UK, we're all together. Well, Australia is part of the UK? No, well, well kind of. Okay. The Queen's in charge, isn't she? <laughs> fair cop. Yeah, there you go. Gotcha. No, 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 it's no, part no. of the UK. Um, so replacing Rapunzel, you'll be pleased about this because you didn't like Rapunzel meet and greet, did you? I don't like any of. No, I don't like Brave, so it makes no sense. You haven't seen la- it yet. Yeah, <laughs> you like she, she sounds rather lazy. She hasn't got scheduled dates. She just come out when she feels. No, like it's because wow. they're building her new home. They're kicking Rapunzel out to build a new home, and it's going to have um, in her new home. There's going to be the animatronic bears. So it's going to be, you know, like if you've ever been to the Adventurers Club, like the Colonel and how he interacts interacted with people. It's like a right. puppet who was obviously controlled by a cast member. You can see the cast member. They have three little bears, which are supposed to be her little sidekicks, and they're going to be like that, but obviously oh, child-friendly. Three little human. bears? You yeah. sure not building Goldilocks? No. That is definitely it's, it's archery and three little bears. It's all good. Okay. Archery. So, yeah, bears. in the queue, so, you know, the queues for Rapunzel used to get, like, two or three hours long. You've got archery along the queue line. Is archery not dangerous in no. with kids around? Um, I'm sure it's going to be... I was just having the same thought. <laughs> The really Greek uh, emergency department are going to be on. They're basically moving next door. Oh no! Just you're just going to see a load of dads with the little bruised sucker marks on their heads where oh, the little arrow thing. Would that be? Going. See, Lee's head would be perfect for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just checking he's listening because he's tweeting again. It's not going to be like last year when he started skyping people who were sat in the room, or no, skyping you, wasn't it, while you were sat at home? Oh, we forgot to yes. say we have actually got Juz in the room. Yeah, um, for a change, which is uh, unusual. We did put missing posters up yesterday, and but then found you them. left me in the middle of Birmingham. For <laughs> yeah. Oh. We kind of lost you. <laughs> no, no, there was no you lost. Got. You left me. We were in Krispy Kreme and you weren't. And you then... sort of took me somewhere and said, right, bye. Well, in fact, yeah. you didn't say bye-bye. I just looked around and you'd gone. We'd, we'd gone and left. I've been spent the last hour in Lost and Found. <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't fit you in the storage cabinet, no. so they let you go. Uh, right, so uh, Merida's is coming and just isn't happy about it and... I'm just looking forward to the Scottish accent. I think her costume does look lovely, and they've fixed the wig as well, so the wig is really, really good, but the accent is a bit... Okay. She does try, though, bless her. Well, at least she's trying. <laughs> important. Talking about trying, Jez. Right, you can have to bear with me, because the print's really small. I'm very old. <laughs> it's something about Storybook Circus, and it's printed in grey text. 
to make sure I can't read it. It's posted by Nick, and I can tell that by the fact that the English is, is sadly lacking here. Um, I've never seen so many M's in the word coming. Perhaps that's something we shouldn't go down either. <laughs> Leave Chris out of this again. Um, it's basically, you know, the, the storybook circus, which is Dumbo and all the other things that kids seem to like, Casey bit, uh, opens in July 2012, which is this year and about three months away. Uh, coming around about Christmas is... Can I just say, I've got the news about the same speed I normally get the news yes, before the show starts. <laughs> Everyone thinks we're organised. The truth is, the news comes out just before we do the show. Uh, under the Sea, um, The Little Mermaid, Enchanted Tales with Belle, Be Our Guest Restaurant. None of this appeals to me, but I'm sure it will if you've got kids. We'll all be opening at Christmas. And then, according to Nick, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train opens here. Sadly, uh, we'll have to wait till 2012. Yeah, which will be 2014. But actually, what Nick meant was 2014. <laughs> so we do have the advantage of having someone right back smack bang on the ground there with the latest information for us. <laughs> um, so I don't understand why it takes two and a half years to build a was ride. It, is it because it was late development? It wasn't supposed to be there originally. It doesn't take that long to build a ride. Does it not? They're just, well, try, they're just trying to drag the opening out. Make more it's, money. It's new, new cars. It... 24 hours. If you've got some carny folk in... <laughs> to the Magic Kingdom, it will be up. We have Corn Dogs the Works. That's a picture of it. There you go. Have a look. Yeah, Good. Interactive. Excellent. DisneyBrit.com. It's on there. Fantastic. Now you've just made that point, which you always make about um, Fantasyland is only for kids, and I'm kind of intrigued from what the audience think about this Fantasyland is only for kids because I'm really looking forward to going to see the new Fantasyland, and I probably won't take my son. So. Uh, <laughs> So I have to mention it, because I know pretty much every other podcast recording this week has mentioned it, Nick. I've heard, yes, this after dark last night, something about leaving my child at home. Um, so um, do you want to go out, if there's anybody who can kind of clear up this, because I think this is going to cause an argument, about is Fantasyland really just for kids? Not just I, for kids, for people who like to hit other people in the shins with those stupid prams. Well, there is that as well, but you, you won't go, because um, Lindsay's got something she wants to say down there. Please mind the dog. What? Fast asleep. <laughs> what? I think Fantasyland is definitely not just for kids, and the kids get on my nerves because I have to push the kids out the way to get on the rides I want to go on because they're taking too long. It's just this image of Lindsay stood at one end of Fantasyland and then she just runs. Yeah, I, I, I do run. So fact, we, I don't know. I run to Fantasyland. As soon as we get there, it's first thing first, we go. Which, which ride? Uh, Dunbar. No, okay. just to push the kids. And then oh, I just know what it is. And then feel like magic. Okay, yeah. Cause now they've got the new Dumbo Circus opening. I can't wait to go. Because you've got Fellow Magic in Fantasyland. I'm not, awesome. I'm not dissing it all. Just which, which bits are you dissing? The kids. All right, just the kids. Anybody else? Uh, anybody else got any favourites in Fantasyland? Uh, no doubt. Most, everybody's looking at me like, no, I don't like Fantasyland. Anybody? Fellow Magic, a favourite for anyone in here? Chris really likes it. Steve likes it. Kimmy. Yeah, quite a few hands gone up for that one. Uh, Dumbo, you see... I kind of like Dumbo, but I always feel a bit of an idiot if I'm curing and I don't have children. It's just, it's kind of like, it, beca- it became less about kids recently, didn't it, when Dumbo was there. It became about people who owned blogs who wanted to take photos of Fantasyland. <laughs> and that's what it was. You'd, you'd, first thing in the morning, you'd just see a queue of people stood with cameras and then kids behind them. And they just got on the ride and just held their camera up as they were going around. Um, there just seemed to be random photos. And there were some websites who were doing it like every day. Yeah. And one day we'd have a photo of a mound of dirt. And the next day we'd have a photo of a mound of dirt that was a bit bigger. And a tractor or digger had moved three feet to the right. And it was breaking news. 
you're saying this and you went to Disneyland Paris and didn't even notice behind the fence and shoved your camera over the top of it and took pictures of the dirt you have to, though. I didn't do that. Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. That's true. There was me lying on the floor of Disney Village uh, with my camera <laughs> underneath the uh, the green fences trying to get photos of the new world of Disney Store. Um, and then the same in Central Plaza and the same at Ratatouille, uh, the new Ratatouille area as well, of which was um, Mounds of Dirt. But it's Disney Mounds of Dirt, so it makes it a bit different, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. But that's French Mounds of Dirt. doesn't count. Okay, that French man that doesn't count. Okay, uh, let's um, see what I've got here. And this is, I'll be really intrigued to hear what people think about this. And this is Test Track. This Test Track's now closed until about November time because there seems to be a massive overhaul going on with Test Track. And they've released some concept art that makes it look like Test Track goes all Tron. Yeah. Uh, with all of these great new interactive screens. We think this is sort of next gen stuff that's going on. Um, obviously opened 1999, but according to the Disney Parks blog, it says when complete, the reimagining of this attraction will allow guests to design their own custom concept vehicle and then put it through its paces on the exhilarating hills and switchbacks of the Test Track circuit. In the post show, Guests can make a TV commercial featuring their concept car or truck, race their car or truck on a virtual track, and take pictures with their custom concept vehicles. There's going to be no more test track dummies, and it's about this time getting the opportunity to sort of play with their own creations. So you're going to, in the queue, from what we understand, going to get to design your car, and then when you get on the ride, you're going to get to ride your own design. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, you get an RFID plastic card... And so you put all the details on and they transfer it to the car. Yeah. Which could be like, because you have six people in a car and inevitably you end up with other people. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to choose which one? So we got, this is kind of like some of all thrills. and Unless well, they're going to like take it all and then average it, but then that will be a bit boring. Because you're going to get some kids. Well, <laughs> you say that. I, I heard an interview that said that uh, apparently each person will design their own car and each person will get to still ride their own vehicle. Blimey. How on earth are they going to do that? I that really don't know. Is this is an Imagineer who was sort of saying how everybody's going to get the opportunity to experience their own vehicle, even though there's going to be six people in a car. How? So I don't quite know. Hydraulics and I've got no idea how they're going to do that. It's kind of... Because all the cars will be the same. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some weird choice one everyone will get to the same car. Same, yeah. They, well, that might happen. I don't know. You'd be reckon we had to choose a colour. As long as it comes in, uh, it comes in black or black. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I'm kind of intrigued as to what this is going to mm. be all about. And I'm, I, I, I do like the old test track. It's just a shame that a lot of it didn't work anymore. Mm. So seeing just, that car just doesn't do enough and, outside. You get one lap, you yeah. go, yeah, it's, oh, it's finished. Yeah, <laughs> you, that lap is awesome though, and it, it always is. feels so much faster than it actually is. But it's still... And they have heat lamps in probably the hottest place you ever go. They then drive you through a thing full of heat lamps. And then we have mist. Yes, the the mist. The mist, the the rust mist. Yeah. Um, Let's find out what what people think about this new test track change. Has anybody got any sort of opinions from what they've seen? Chris has got something. I think there must be something massive happening for being closed for so long. Yeah, November's a long time away. It's a long time for just a few designs of change of cards and a different queuing area. So I'm hoping something good's going to come out of it. And we've got to remember that this is going to be over the busy summer period as well. Closing such a massive attraction over a summer period means it's got to be something extensive. Because, you know, no doubt you're the sort of person who either runs the test track having got a fast pass for soaring, or in my family, uh, the rest of them queue for test track while I go and get the fast pass for soaring, or the other way around. Um, and this is surely going to put massive traffic through soaring with Test Track being closed during the summer. Is anybody else kind of intrigued by this? Got anything they want to say about... Oh, I've got somebody. Mark. 
From what I've read and heard, uh, basically you design your car in the queue, you then, uh, with the RFID, you ride their car and get the same experience you've always had before, but somehow you see or experience uh, to the side, you see your car's version of it, like a second, almost like a second track that's not really there. Okay. And, and then afterwards you get the results, your car versus their car. Oh, okay. Right. So, do you what you or you get your own screen or something in front of you? Something like that. Yeah. So it's just like real life. Then it. you know what car you really want, just never going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Sounds about right. So I'm going to be able to design an Aston Martin. But you're just never going to. But just it. never going to have it. The worrying thing is, whoever is it still GM? Is it still yes, GM? Yes, every GM. Yeah. Yeah. GM know now now knows exactly what you want. So they walk out the other end. They're going. This car's the car you really want. To. So is it RFID technology takes your name, Dash. your address, and your email? There you go. Finance, leasing, purchase <laughs> option. When you get home, you've got an email saying the new Buick or whatever it yeah. is. Right, okay. Surely Disney wouldn't do that because they're not commercialised. They wouldn't that do that sort of thing. No, of course they wouldn't. There'd be a gift shop with your car at the end. Because <laughs> <laughs> that takes the whole thing. There's little people building them. Is that what it is? Build a car thing. Build a car, oh, yes. Could we be seeing... Is that it, Kez? You already have. Yeah. No one we... else got opinion. So here's opinion at the back. So yeah, opinion back. Could we be seeing? Um, 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 oh, I've forgot the name of it now. The car when you build your own car. Car ride makers. Uh, ride makers. Yeah. yeah. Could we be seeing a ride makers in Epcot? It's possible. Nick. Well, obviously, anyone that's listened to Dis After Dark, cheap plug, uh, <laughs> knows that I'm a big fan of Tron and. What the concept looks like is very similar to mm. Tron. It just makes me wonder if they're like taking someone to do it. Why they didn't go for doing a, a Tron light cycle kind of thing, thing, or even one of the cars from Tron, uh, rather than just Test Track again. I love Test Track, but I love Tron, and maybe it was time for maybe even a bigger change. Possibly. But the question with Tron, and the question I've always had, is the film was great. I love the new film. But it's still quite a niche market it's not so widespread as some of the other things and is there going to be another film and if not are we then building another honey i shrunk the audience i think the money involved that gm's putting into this is is what they're after disney isn't it is is that partnership so they can't really go down the electric route because what's their cars the vault the vault which absolutely does about 20 miles and then stops doesn't it yeah Yeah. (laughs) something like that it's what it's it's in operation for uh for an hour of the day and then it closes down due to recharging Basically. Yeah, probably what's going to happen. Uh, right, Kaz, you've got one more piece of news, I, I think. And then we're going to move on. a bit of um, RFID technology. Oh, it seems to be all about RFID at the minute. It is, that's where it's at. Because I had the, um, the RFID Epcot entrance thing. Yes, they were, which they tested. Um, testing, and obviously then that stops and they removed the um, little portal things that you put your card on. Um, and they've started doing it with FastPass now. So we saw recently that they were getting stricter. They've tightened the rules. So no longer can you now go after the time on the ticket. It's very that one hour or nothing. And this is because they've started testing the RFID fast passes. So basically, before you go to the park, you'll now pick your itinerary of where what you want to go and when. But I don't know. They haven't released whether you get to select the actual time or whether it's like a random, I want to go to Space Mountain and Splash Mountain and stuff. And then they just assign you times, um, which would be a bit difficult because if you've got dining reservations, because I think that's the biggest waste of fast passes is if they clash with a dining reservation you've made and then you think, oh, I can't use it, especially now with the rules tightened. You really, really can't use it. Um, so, yeah, they're testing these for the next two weeks. You get your itinerary um, before you go, the day before, and you get these plastic yellow cards with fast pass written on them. You go up to, um, I think it's Haunted Mansion, Splash Mountain, Jungle Cruise, Peter Pan's Flight, Buzz Lightyear. 
Uh, and it was quite interesting because Haunted Mansion hasn't had fast pass for years. And so they're saying that if you get it for Haunted Mansion, you're not even going to be like waiting at all. You're going to go straight into uh, the area and start riding. I think it's from the Doom Buggies. Well, yeah, I think so. You're going to miss the stretch room. But I guess if you're fast passing, you might have been on it already. I don't know. Hmm. Um, so yeah, testing these for the next two weeks. I've got little Mickey portals. So you just scan your card and walk through. And yeah, then it's all going to disappear whilst I analyse the data to see if it's a good idea or not. But they haven't said whether they're going to just do it for like the deluxe hotels or whether it's going to be available to everyone or maybe um, do a, like an add-on to your ticket so you can buy like fast passes. Can like, Universal do that? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they're going to start trying to make a bit more money. There. I hope they don't because it's a bit of a shame. Like, but people, I think it will stop people like getting loads of fast passes if you can still spread them out. I think it will stop people wasting them and like getting. Loads and loads of fast passes. Yeah, it might be positive, it? I suppose. Uh, my only concern is that it doesn't go the way of Universal, mm. uh, which I remember year 2000, 1990, 2000. Can I just say, Lee's woken up now, staring at now. <laughs> when they, they did have the free fast pass system, uh, and I can never remember. Th- was it 2004? What was it called? Do you remember? Express Pass, that's right. It was free. And you used to just go up, get your Express Pass, and go and ride. And then Universal brought in the pay for your fast pass, so to speak. Mm. And then the, the free thing vanished. And my only worry is if Disney get rid of free fast pass yeah. and then it becomes you pay or you queue. And That's I think that would be a real here. shame because, well, after yesterday looking at the stuff we look with Walt with Project yeah. Florida and all that sort of stuff, I think it's completely against whatever Definitely. he expected it to be. I just, I don't know, what do you think? Are they going to... I think it's, it's going to be haves and haves nots, isn't it? I'm sure that's going to be the situation where you get certain certain tiers like they did in, do in Paris, isn't yeah. it? Where you mm-hmm. see that. Uh, I would be tempted if I could program them to make sure that y- y- I'd make two rides that no way possibly they could get from <laughs> one near. to the other to, to get their pass, or literally just a few seconds and they're just going to send them through Fantasyland every time. See, in 1 on 1.30 you can ride Dumbo and between 1.30 and 2 it's Expedition Everest. Something like that. But Paris has the VIP Fast Pass now. Has anybody anybody in here rich enough to have bought a VIP Fast Pass in Disneyland Paris? No. no. Oh, have you done it? Have you bought? It's like seventy euros. You don't? Was it about seventy euros for a VIP was, Fast Pass? Yeah, yeah. And it gets you to the, basically the front of any, yeah, straight into the front of any any attraction with Fast Pass at any time. As uh, many times as, as you want, isn't you it? Want. There's no like set time, and there's no like um, like you can only, you can do go and rock and roller coaster like five times in a row, and they don't really care. It's, so everyone's now looking at you. That's the French attitude, to be honest. Right. Everyone's now staring we bought, we bought at you. Two, and there was, I think it was about ten of us in our in our group. So we just kept swapping over, and it was it was it was worth it. I think for that for that. But things only last one day. If yeah. You could do it for like the whole holiday, maybe. That'd... Now I have had a VIP fast pass. I haven't paid for it. Disney were kind enough to give me one to experience this wonderful freebie. Uh, freebie, <laughs> yeah. To give me this wonderful experience and. Um, it does work, but I'm never going to pay 70 euros for it. Nowhere in a million no. years. Because actually, and I, I, we, we say this again and again, if you are smart enough with your fast pass, you should never have to queue two hours for an attraction. I'm glad there's the thick people who still go, two hours, yeah, all right, then that's fine, because <laughs> it means it's more fast passes for us. But the VIP fast pass is quite handy, mm. I'll admit. But I'm not going to pay 70 but then, euros for it. if you use the touring plans... If you use the touring plans, plans, then that works as well. Um, but the other thing about it is it doesn't have names or anything on it. So I think they gave me one for two days, and I used it the first day, and I was leaving at sort of 12 o'clock on the second day. And I just found a family and went, fast pass there, take that with you, go and enjoy it for the rest <laughs> of the day. And they, they, they mm. although they're not transferable, I have done that before. And that Disney are probably going to hear that and never give me one again. Disney won't <laughs> listen to this. Do you not think? No, they they do. listen to your mouse cast. Yes, they do <laughs> listen to your mouse cast. 
And it's after dark and yeah. many minxes. I'm yeah. oh, sorry. All right, Jimmy, I'm getting there. Save right. the best for last. Yeah, is that all of them? Is there anybody else? Anybody else planning on starting one up at any point in the next couple of weeks? We want to mention Craig. What are you doing? G World. G World. Sea World. I'm Mike. A Sea World one. Mike's dinner. What are you doing, Mike? Castle to Castle. Castle to Castle's coming back. Sometime. There we go. Sometime yeah, in the future. Happen. If you're listening to this, it's like on Dave. If you listen to this in a year, there might be a Castle to Castle podcast. Mm-hmm. Nick, you got your hand up? Are you? Duffy after dark. <laughs> it's where basically people people just get to beat Duffy up. Um, the similar. I'm talking about back to the fast pass thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a system at Legoland that's oh. similar called Qbot. Has anybody used Qbot on Legoland? Yeah, we've used Qbot. But basically, you get a little machine. There's different levels to it. And the one we had was it tells you what time you can return to the ride without queuing. But the time you wait is the length of the queue. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it was Fire Academy was the one we went on, and it was a two-hour queue. So we could book a time to go back two hours later, mm-hmm. of which we could then just go straight to the front, get straight on, and it's all done. Um, that was silly money as well, if I remember rightly. They're currently testing it in Universal. There we go. So I wonder whether this is all the reason why Disney has started doing what yeah. they're doing with the Fast Passes. Or because of Lego. <laughs> Jonathan's got a question. Go on, you've got the lead. Run! Not a question, but Europa Park, they're trialling, in Germany, they're trialling a one, like the Disney one, where you yeah. basically get up in the morning, go to your hotel and decide what rides you want to ride and what time you want to do it. It looks like everybody's doing it then, doesn't it? So it- not take the fun out the whole day. Well, kind of, because yeah, you, you're sort of pre-prescribing your entire day, aren't you? You want to get there and be annoyed and walk away. And especially if you're the sort of person who likes to start on the left mm. and work your way round, suddenly you might be the sort of person who's having to crisscross the park because that's what they've told you you have to and do. And also, what happens if a ride breaks down? It's yeah, not, that's And a good the thing point. is, because the RFID obviously isn't intelligent enough to... To tell you that. I think if the right breaks down, that's it, you forfeit the whole lot. You reckon? <laughs> and that's part of the fun of the day. You go, no, you, you, your yeah. card's finished for the day. So, space Mountain's down again. Spa- space Mountain's... It does break it? down quite yeah, a lot. Okay. Anyway, that'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens with FastPass, and we'll keep updated with that. And uh, Nick will no doubt put stuff on the website that's not quite right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, that's all the news. So we're going to play a game. We're going to get some people to come up and play this game with us. Uh, and if you know your animations, this might be a little bit easier for you. But this is uh, Play Your Cards Right Vinylmation Edition. Here it is. Some music, look at that. Where's Bruce anyway? Uh, uh, it's gonna fade out in a minute, we can carry on. So, this game is dead easy, he says. You remember Play Your Cards Right? Yeah? Well, this is Play Your Cards Right, but instead of the cards being um, like that's clubs and jacks and all that sort of stuff, we've used a website called uh, vinylmationpriceguide.com. Is the owner in here? Where is he? There he is, Tom at the back. Uh, and what Tom does is he scours eBay and the internet and all sorts of things and finds out what the current trade prices are, what prices those uh, Vinomations are selling for, the average price, and then you know how much, if you're trading for money, it's kind of going to be worth. So what we've done is we've used their website and we've got some Vinomation cards, which are going to come up on the screen, and you've got to basically work out whether the next Vinomation is higher or lower in trade price. It's that simple. Well, I know so, who's going to win this. He owns the side. Yeah, he's not playing. That's not allowed. <laughs> so you get to stay up here until basically you make a mistake and then you've got to go and the next person comes up and the person who um, is there at the end wins a prize. Ooh. Yeah? Okay. I got it. Right, who's coming up? Let's see who we've got. Put your hands in the air if you want to give this a go. Uh, we've got Mark, we've got Laura, we've got Joe. Go on, choose someone. 
Who are you choosing? Laura. Laura. I go for Laura. Right, come on, Laura. Stop my music. I like music, though. There you go, it's gone. Right, so. Better turn this around. Right, come and stand over here. Come and stand this side. Uh, so, we, uh, we're going to, hopefully, these cards should turn around. There we go. So, we're starting off with the Troll, uh, the Norway Pavilion Park Series Vinylmation. Okay? That is, according to the website, $8. The question is, is the Park Series road sign, non-variant, higher or lower in trade value? Higher. You're going higher. You think it's higher. Not by much, but higher. She's going higher. Let's have a look. It is, by one dollar. Oh, you are lucky. So we've got nine dollars, the Vinomation road sign. So we'll move that over. And your next one is Buzz Lightyear. Animation series? Yes, I think I'm right. Toy Story series, there we go. So the question is, is Buzz Lightyear higher or lower than the road sign? Lower, it's You're going lower, you're going eight. She's going lower. Anybody agree? You disagree? They're shaking their heads. We should have more crowd interaction. She should be like, Come on, let's get round. Right. Brucey will get it going. They're going higher. They reckon higher. She said lower. The answer is $26. Laura, oh. sit down. You're out. Uh, <laughs> give a round of applause. Right. Who's going to come and take over then? We're going $26. So who's, put your hand up if you're coming in. Uh, anyone? Anyone? Get Mark, Mark or get Joe? Mark. Mark or Joe? Joe. Joe. Come on then, Joe. Come on up. So, Joe, we are going uh, $26 for Buzz Lightyear. I know what's coming next. This is mean. Right, you ready? So, is this <laughs> Toy Story Woody for animation higher or lower than Buzz Lightyear? I'd say lower. You're going lower. So, you reckon Buzz Lightyear is more popular than Woody? We've got some heads shaking. Are we, are we saying lower? <laughs> That's it. It's lucky we didn't prompt you. Otherwise, it sounds staged. Right, here we go. It is lower. Hey, 16. Well done. Okay. So, $16 for our uh, trade of our Woody Vinylmation. Up against the gold Vinylmation from Park Series early on. <laughs> Boxes early on. There we go. So, are we going higher or lower? Higher. Is You're it, going higher. Is it real gold? No. Okay. <laughs> it's Disney gold. That affects it. If it's Does real it? gold, if it's real gold, it's it's, it, you're going higher. <laughs> it's going higher. It's two hundred forty-nine dollars <gasps> apparently because it's a chaser. I'm sorry, two hundred forty-nine dollars. Are you sure it's not real gold? No, it's not real gold. Okay. Two hundred forty-nine dollars. He's right. Higher. Well done. Okay, so we're at two hundred forty-nine dollars now for the chaser from that series, which is the gold vinylmation. I'd go lower next. You're going against Peter Pan. <laughs> Peter Pan from the animation series. Okay, um, lower. They're, they're all saying lower. Lower. You're going lower. Okay, he's going lower. Let's see if he's correct. It's thirteen dollars. Yes, it's. Uh, a lot lower. Uh, he's doing well. He might win a prize here. Okay, $13 for that one. Going up against Yay. Figment, or Fig Mouse, as he Fig is. Fig Mouse. That is higher. You're definitely going higher. You think higher. He's going higher. It's higher. $120. That's currently trading on Can average. Can I just point out these are three inches and they're made of plastic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> $120, apparently, that's going for. Um, so let's go on to the next one, then. And a uh, popular one, this one. 
Story about land canal boats from Park Series 6. Lower, they're saying. What do you think? I'd say lower. You're going lower, okay. Jez, you, what do you think? Oh, I think it's higher. I think you it's $500 because it's a super rare chaser. <laughs> he knows nothing about animation, you may have realised. Uh, it's $8. So, yeah, a little bit lower. Okay, what we got next? We have got a Quarrow Mouse. Hmm. Higher or lower? Higher. You're going higher. Okay, he's going higher. $25. Okay. That's good. That's good. $25. Right, next one. Are you ready? Let's see what we've got here. We have got the Penny Machine Ooh, from one of the uh, Park series. Question is, is that higher or is that lower? Yeah, higher. You're going higher. Blame them if they're wrong. Blame them. They're going higher. Oof. By $2. $27. There's an audible oof from everybody. Look, they're on the edge of their seats. $27. Okay. Uh, We've got a couple more left to go. What about the wet paint Donald? Non-variant wet paint Donald. Oh, it's a (laughs) (laughs) non-variant. What do you think? Higher or lower? Lower. You're going lower. He thinks lower. Guys, what, what do you think? think? Lower? $14. He's dead on. Okay, right. Let's, uh, we're, we're nearly there. We've only got a few left. We're going to the balloon. <laughs> Disneyland balloon vinylmation. Ooh. Are you going higher or lower on this one? Uh, not quite like that. Higher. You're going higher on that one. Ready, Jez? $564. It's a chaser from, I think, Park Series 1. Blimey. Okay, that's It is delivered by the Queen. (laughs) (laughs) On her tour of the country. Uh, And do you know what? That's the last one. So he wins. So we've got some nice things for you. You I will give you in a little while once I've sorted them out. Right, you get to win this. This is what you win. You win. This is cool. A Disney Cruise Line winner's medal. There we go. So you can put that round your neck. Wow. I know. How amazing is that? Who said wow then? You get a blank vinylmation. You get some chocolates. And... A bloody oh yeah, blank no expense spared. A Burnbound's Guide to Walt Disney World 2012. There we go. Which has got some vouchers in the back of it if you're going out this year. You're not. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> right. Thank you, Tom. Go take a seat. Give him a round of applause. Good stuff. There we go. Excellent. Right. Now, we're about, uh, we're about done, I think. We've just got a quick question. Well, we've got some questions. I just want to very quickly uh, see if we can answer for Amanda. Okay. Take a seat. You can sit down now. No, I'm still up now. Because it would be too hard to sit down again. Now. Yeah. Your age. Okay. A quick question. Let's see. We're going to get you guys to answer this. Uh, hi, guys. I'm from Orlando, but been living in Europe for the last eight years. Listen to your podcast. And uh, as soon as it comes out... Since you are, uh, have all been to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris, I hope you can help me out with some questions I have, or maybe the other listeners who haven't been to Paris yet have as well. I'm planning my first trip to Disneyland Paris in the first week of December this year with three other adults. Yeah, oh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> After researching tons of things online, I'm still finding it hard to make a comparison to what I'm used to in Orlando and what Disneyland Paris would be like in regards to accommodations and touring time. So... What she wants is comparisons between Orlando and Disneyland Paris regards to accommodation and touring time. December. What do you think? I think it's hard to compare the two. 
it is hard to compare the two, but I think accommodation-wise, um, I kind of struggle with accommodation between Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris because I think in one way the accommodation is better in Disneyland Paris in the start in the sense that a lot of them are indoor corridors yeah. and you want outside but also I think there the is theming, a reason behind that you know that because well, of the yeah. weather yeah. yeah but I think the theming sometimes lets itself down but yeah. if you were to compare if you were to go for a Disneyland Paris hotel that was comparable to a Walt Disney World hotel which one would you choose Newport Bay Newport Bay Sequoia I'm going to Sequoia yeah. Lodge, I think, on that one. Newport Bay, maybe. Um, if you've got lots of money, Disneyland Hotel. No, but that's no. stupid price. Well, most of the hotels are stupid price, to be but honest. This is the problem, but isn't that it? Is yeah. the same price. Yeah. Well, did anybody watch Watchdog the other week about how um, UK people are paying up to 40% more than they are in France? Uh, and that's the problem. You know, we quite regularly will say, oh, should we just go to Disneyland Paris in a couple of weeks' time and then look at the price and then go, I tell you what, we'll just go to Legoland instead. Mm. That's why they'll snigger at us as we walk through the yeah. park. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right, yeah. And you can't pay for anything no, over no. there. So, um, Sequoia Lodge. Sorry, say that again? The French don't get the 50% flash sale, but still at 50%, we're still paying 20% more than France, so it's probably no different. Um, this is where we miss dunks about percentages. Oh, yeah, he's brilliant at percentages. <laughs> uh, touring times, December. Depends um, when she goes in December, though, because obviously you've got Christmas. Yeah, early that, December's early not December. as bad. No. Uh, but most, yeah, if, certainly in the week, during the week for, during the week. is Except for walk Wednesday on. Wednesday when I don't think the French are at school. Well, they have the afternoon. That's right, Wednesday's not at school. Uh, Christmas Day is actually pretty quiet because unlike in America, they sort of celebrate, a lot celebrate Thanksgiving more than they do Christmas and mm. the parks are rammed. Whereas certainly when I've been on Christmas Day in Paris, it's not been too busy. New Year's Eve, though, New Year's Day... You know, <laughs> it's crazy busy, really, really crazy busy. Um, so if you can avoid sort of New Year, although it's, it is great New Year, the atmosphere is fantastic and the fireworks are really good. And then you have your DJs and stuff. Um, but most of the time it's a fairly walk on. Early December yeah. definitely. Um, let's see, what was our next question? My second question is about touring. As we are all adults, we are not going to do uh, be doing... Uh, commando anything but we uh, would like to take things at a leisurely pace we would like to have a sit down meal and save a glass of wine while taking in the sights how many days do i need to see both parks are they similar to those and the world and I, it usually takes two full days to do epcot if that gives you any idea of my pace that uses the lines app for touring plans and gets fast passes as well as several food and dining stops depends so, how big the glass of wine is <laughs> yeah that's true uh i would say Four days, yeah. I think, would That's give you plenty of time. It's nice and you can do it in three. But if you really want to just chill and take again. your time and have a meal. Um, and you get to do all your favourites again and again. If you yes. Do the four days. And uh, with it being quiet as well, it does mean you haven't got to be up at the crack of dawn. And there's and so many lovely like, little details and stuff with Disney. That's a, that is a big difference between Disneyland Paris and Disney World. I think like the um, Disneyland Park, which is comparable to the Magic Kingdom, mm. is so much more beautiful in Paris. It is that much smaller. Because when you go down Main Street, um, it's crazy. I think we went just after we'd come back from Magic Kingdom one year. We're like, blimey, it's so small. And it does feel like that tiny bit smaller, but the theming is so beautiful. And you could spend a day just looking around and taking pictures of all the... Plus, don't forget, you've got Christmas... Oh, on so top as well fantastic. and the 20th anniversary stuff so is everyone saying four days I, I think four days is probably yeah. a wise choice yeah yeah four days plenty of time that's two days two two good full days in the Magic Kingdom at least mm-hmm. you can spend it you could spend a day in Walt Disney Studios 
Um, people are laughing. <laughs> like, I think you could spend a full day there if, if you're taking your time and, and trying all of the attractions, especially if you've not been before. And if you go round and round and round on Tower of Terror. <laughs> but if we're talking about comparable... But you said you can't really compare the two, and I think this is one of the things we always say, isn't it? They are so completely different mm. resorts. And in the recent um, 20th anniversary stuff, Tony Baxter said... That he thinks Disneyland Paris is possibly the most beautiful yeah. park architecturally. I think architecturally, it's by yeah. far the mm. We spent two hours on Main Street. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I left you on Main Street. I was taking photos he and was, recording He was audio. walking around recording on his voice, talking to windows, going, yes, and the red paint here is lovely. <laughs> and the sixth time the girl went up and down Main Street in the carriage, she goes, what's it? I'm Taking him out for the day. Wasn't it someone from security <laughs> came up and just went, yes. is he all right? Well, I just explained it. I said, yes, he's, take him out. He <laughs> enjoys <laughs> it. His day out. That's the same. Uh, and then I left you. Same trip as the famous Pirates of the Caribbean photo, isn't it? Yeah. That was, uh, <laughs> two sad people looking at the ride mechanism of Pirates of the Caribbean. On the back row. Going, Ruined the family's picture. Yeah, it really Or did. they've always said, what the hell are they looking at? What was coming loose there? <laughs> Which is also possible. Yes. Uh, but that was from, anyway, it says here, best wishes, Amanda from Spain, where Disney Europe should have been built. That's what I should put at the end. Um, and she sent it from her Nintendo Game and Watch Donkey Kong. Which I have we no idea are what that means. But that's was quite impressive that she sent an entire email like that from Nintendo DS. From 1980. From 19. You've been waiting. Yeah, it's taken that long to Back come to through. Back to the future, there you go. Um, well, that's pretty much everything, I think. In that case, if that's everything, you ready, Craig? You ready for it? It's coming. Should be. There you go. He loves this. Makes him cry. I say how disappointed I am that I finally found out that Adam writes the ending notes. My ending notes? Don't, no, don't share them in my ending notes. This is the same he ending notes. He has them all written down. I always thought he remembered everything. <laughs> this is my same ending notes from since episode 50. And, and the it, difference is it said thanks to Jules and Craig. Yeah, <laughs> I've sort of never changed it. I've just changed it in my head. I've got, no, I'm going to have to try and remember them now anyway. Now I look silly. Everyone's looking at me reading my piece of paper. <laughs> so we have to thank our sponsors, uh, toyandplans.com, who were on yesterday with uh, Len Tester, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jez. Thank you. Pleasure. Kez. Thank you. Thank you, audience. It's lovely to see you all here. Make sure you email us your questions, comments, and suggestions, podcast at disneybrit.com, or, of course, you can come and just talk to us today, which is fine. You can also ring our voicemail number, which is... 407-545-7980. I'm impressed. You've learnt it. Have you learnt it especially for this weekend? <laughs> no, I know it all the time. Okay. I don't need notes. Make sure to check our website for accurate and inaccurate information. <laughs> information. If you find any inc- inaccurate information, please do feel free to Skype me, Lee, and point that out. <laughs> uh, I can guarantee I will get a Skype from Lee every week. Just, just one question. <laughs> He's going red In now. In fact, if you find it, uh, it's just... Skype Lee straight away and just go, do you see this? He'll come back and go, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Facebook, Disney Bit fan page. You can friend up myself, Juz, Kez on Facebook as well. Mouse Mag. Who's a reader of Mouse Mag in here? Oh, dear. Right, okay. <laughs> Two people one. put their hands up. You can get that from, uh, from Mouse uh, Mag Cloud and also the iPad app as well. You can leave us reviews on iTunes. Check out our YouTube channel, which I'll have some interesting videos from this weekend, uh, which we've taken... <laughs> Uh, and then we've still got Iron Orlando. We've got Ion Celebration. Celebration. What's, what's that? Uh, Celebration Radio Show. Celebration Inside and Out. Out. There we go. Uh, we've got the Universal shows. We've got Bush Garden shows. We've got all sorts of stuff uh, in the works over on Orlando Sky Radio, which is orlandoskyradio.com. And uh, 
that's pretty much it, I think, for this show. How scary is that? That's cool. We're about done. So it's, uh, that's it. Yeah. And we will leave you. And the next show will be out on Wednesday, the 23rd of May. See, I've got that right. <laughs> so until then, we'll see you.